Hello and welcome back to Ramblings from Nowhere. After a nice little a holiday break, we've uh, come back. I'm joined once again this week by my co-host, Mr. Clay Dotson. Clay, how are we doing this week? Hot damn, Jason! <laughs> by the way, you took the vacation. I did not. You didn't take a vacation? I mean, I did my usual. I mean, I was off on Friday when I hung on my grandmother had a good time. But, I was like, man, we're going to record. You're like, no, man, I'm just going to take it easy by the pool. Like, like what? You're taking all these uh, residuals from the podcast, all the advertising dollars from Himbos and Subway. <laughs> and, what, you bought a pool down and didn't tell me about it? I'm still waiting on the residuals. Uh, the pool, it's a little kiddie pool that I've had for years. I think if you think back, you'll probably remember it. I mean, I'm sure we drunk one, maybe two in it ourselves. Uh and yes, I had a lot of in-laws and stuff in, or not in, a lot of in-laws. I had a lot of family in, so, uh, we just, I decided to take the week off. Plus, there's just not been a lot of news. So. Man, well, you got that podcast money now, baby. Right. Well, when we get it, I'll let you know, cause I'm still waiting on it. Now, so. I have a, a very interesting story to tell you, uh, about my July 4th. I mean, it was very calm, whatever. I did go out on the boat with some friends and we're tied up with like maybe four boats. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of keeping my distance. I mean, I've been out in the lake or whatever and just swimming and just talking to people or whatever. I get on the boat, and I'm like, man, it, my stomach is growling. It hits me. And my best friend, Todd, is all like, you know, good friend Todd was like, hey, what's wrong, man? I was like, dude, man, I just had a bowel movement. And he's like, well, you know, Todd, Todd's there having a nice little boat, whatever. They got, like, a bathroom and, like, a little sleeping area cabin. He's like, dude, my, my bathroom's broke. I, could, I didn't get fixed. And I was like, are you kidding me? And... At this point, like, it's hit me hard. I'm like, man, I'm in pain. Like, I've got to go. And, like, the thing is, I made sure to, like, do all my business before I, you know, got on the boat. I was like, man, I'm going to be set. Well, you know, when you got to go, you got to go. The thing is, like, the shore was far away. <laughs> so I took off, you know, with a float, whatever. And I didn't even make it to shore, man. I had to release, and I felt ashamed. The people were like, Clay, what are you doing over there? I ah, man, you know, just having a good old time. <laughs> You know, just floating, enjoying it. It's, it's nice outside. Everybody's laughing. Okay, good, whatever. And I'm sitting here just letting it rip, dude. I've never once pooped in the lake. I probably have like a four-foot parasite all up in my intestines, my colon, you name it. It was terrible. It, that, that's the thing. Like, I don't know why. You got to go, you got to go. The lake, that's the first time in my 38 years in this, in this world I've ever pooped in the lake i know so, that that lake is probably full of poop whatever you know I, I i felt like a degenerate i got i got up got in the boat afterwards made sure i was all cleaned up and i just was quiet the rest of the day <laughs> like me and my horrible little secret so did you my lake poop did you uh did you kind of like swish it away you know what I'm saying? Did it, was it a float? Well, I mean, was yeah. it a floater? Was it a, like it, a man? Like it wasn't a, a floater, man. Like I had a lot of corn this past <laughs> that past week, so like a Caddyshack, was, Caddyshack, Baby Ruth type of thing. Yeah, happened. nothing like that. I made sure I was far away from everybody. I, I mean, I didn't want to risk, but I mean, you never know with the lake and everything. So that was uh, a <laughs> that was my weekend. Feeling ashamed <laughs> for pooping the lake. I just went so. home. I went home and cried. And, you know, it was just bad. It was terrible. I went home and went to sleep. I mean, I got home probably around <laughs> 6.37. And I just 
passed out, you know, from all that heat and everything. I had a little bit to drain, not too you're bad. Like, but... you're like, it's the best sleep ever. I don't know. I mean, maybe I should <sighs> poop in the lake more often. I, I fell asleep on the couch with the dogs. Woke up at like 2 in the, in the morning. I was like, man, I slept pretty good, man. Went back to bed. Woke up around 10. Fell to shame still. I was like, man, I just felt dirty. <laughs> and I can't help you. You can't help you. You got to go. You got to go. And I, I, I did everything I could to make it short. But there was no way. It was like a perfect... Perfect storm. A perfect, perfect storm. storm. Everything came together against me. <laughs> me pooping in the lake. So... Uh, and everything's been good. Work's been good. I decided to take two days off later this this month because you know I haven't taken a vacation at all. I don't know what I'm going to do. I know one of the days I'm taking off will be that Thursday they're doing the Xbox conference, which I'm sure you're going to talk about that. But yeah, we'll. Bring, uh, I mean, there's not. We'll bring. We'll bring it up. We'll bring it up. But uh, I did purchase the uh, the Elite Two controller. Uh, it is nice. So, 180 bucks. Nice. Okay, you said it, it's the. <laughs> The new one, the Elite 2, right? Yeah, it's got like 40 hours of battery life. I have kind of started programming some of my buttons. I'm still trying to get, trying to work those out, the kinks in that. Uh-huh. Uh, you got the little pad, to two little pad buttons on each side of the... Uh, on the back of it, the, pad, right. the paddle buttons, I guess yeah, you Yeah, so I've them. got it set up right now. Like if I'm playing Battlefield, i got it to automatically run uh, when I just hit that button instead of having to press down in the analogs. Uh-huh. And the right one will do my uh, melee attack, whatever. So has, uh, has it improved your Battlefield game? I'm not saying that you're bad, but you know what I mean. Can you tell a difference in your play? I I haven't yet. I mean, I really like the fact that this battery goes very long time. I mean, like I said, it's got about 40 hours of battery life. Mm-hmm. I charged it sometime last week, and I have put in some good good play time since then. Mm-hmm. So I I really need to start working with the the buttons, like the actual. You can adjust analog sticks right now i am using a longer analog stick on my right side mm-hmm. uh to help with aiming and stuff um i want to say it's kind of got me chilled out when i'm trying to aim down frantically so that's working a little bit um that man right now like i said I, i'm going to sit down hopefully and adjust these things and just do a little testing and it's got three different profiles on it so if you have like a first person shooter profile you know you can set it to that or then you have right. two for whatever other games you might play so mm-hmm. But so far, so good with it. I know some people have issues a couple months down the road, but uh, I've been very good with this controller. Uh, back in the day, man, my, my poor old controller graveyard of controllers, I just demolished because I got so pissed off. Just please don't throw this one out the window. <laughs> yes, that did happen at some point. Didn't yeah. It? Yes, it did. That, lived, that happened when you lived over by, uh, past the Cosmo. Yeah, on Dodson Branch. Yeah, that's right. I couldn't remember the road, but I'll never forget. It's the first time I'd seen you in a while. And I can't remember what you was playing, but you got pissed. It's probably So Calibre 3. Maybe. It was online. You got, got pissed, pissed off. and just threw it out the window. Somebody beat me as Yoda, and he was just being a cheap bastard. I was like, gosh, screw this. Um, I've been playing a lot of different games lately. Um, I've been playing a lot of those... They're like, you can find them on, it's the Artifacts Monday is the company that makes them. It's like a bunch of like weird story games. But the thing is, there's a lot of uh, pictures where you have to search for objects and stuff. I like stuff like that. You can just sit back, relax. I've been playing through that. Dude, I've been playing this Messenger game that's that just showed up on Game Pass. I think it came out on PC probably two years ago. Dude, I swear by this game. This game has been so much fun. 
So it's like a, you're a ninja. The story's pretty simple. You're, I don't know, you're, you find this artifact, and then it kind of goes from there. You have to deliver this artifact, and it's all an 8-bit. And I guess the game I could liken it to is Ninja Gaiden, except not as hard as Ninja Gaiden. The controls are very fluid and fun. Uh, some of the upgrades you get, uh, I feel like I'm just flying through the levels um, by just being able to... You don't even really have a double jump. You can hit an enemy, and then you're allowed to jump again once you hit that enemy. So there's a lot of good combination. You've got like a grappling hook. So yeah, it, it just really feels fluid when you're trying to get through these levels. But like I said, the cool thing about it's an 8-bit. And then halfway through the game, I'm not going to try to ruin anything, it switches over to 16-bit. And so you're going from Nintendo-style graphics to Super Nintendo, and then the, they change the game completely. It feels like Ninja Gaiden, and then it goes into like a Metroidvania. And you're going back and getting um, just, you know, power-ups, things of that nature. Story is hilarious. Um, it is... Jason, you would love it. Like, mm-hmm. it's our sense of humor. Um, I just feel like people probably sleep on this game, you know, if they've never played it on the PC. But definitely just load it up and just try the first couple of levels and you'll see what I'm talking about with the sense of humor of it though but I've, I I beat it uh, there's DLC for it, it's free um, it just takes a little bit from all these old games you played on the Nintendo and Super Nintendo it's like it just tips its cap to everything it's, obviously it was made by someone our age uh, excuse me, my age your age, 19, uh, uh, 1940s whatever <laughs> um, but I, dude, it's just... I laughed. There were so many laugh out loud moments. And it's not a hard game by any means, but it will keep track of how much you died. And I died 300 times because there's a lot of interesting little puzzles where you have to time your jumps, etc. That when I finally got past those, uh, I felt great that I did that, you know, Mm because of the work you put into it. So definitely advise playing The Messenger. I'm pretty sure it's on Nintendo Switch. Xbox. I don't know if it's on PlayStation. Um, but dude, phenomenal. But other than that, that's it. That's all I got to report on. In two weeks, that's all you got. Two weeks. Well, I mean, that's all. Yeah, right. it's, it's all right because I've got less than that. <laughs> so let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, baby's pooping and stuff, and you saw your in-laws. Let me tell you and something. You hung out with the pull that you got from the residuals from the let podcast. Me, let me tell you something. Uh, First of all, I tip my hat to anybody that has had twins because uh, it's tough. Like, uh, you go through ups and downs with them. Like, there'll be weeks, there's been weeks where they've, uh, at, like at night, they've slept perfect. They'll go to sleep at like nine and sleep till five. And then there's nights where it's just like on the drop of a dime, they're screaming and yelling nonstop and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, the reason I say that is because, uh, you know, Hamilton come out on Disney plus and I was like pretty excited. And I was like, I'm going to, we're going to watch Hamilton. So we sat down to watch it the other night. You cannot watch. I made it 30 minutes into it. You cannot watch Hamilton with two screaming four month olds and a five year old running around bouncing off the walls. It's impossible. So, nope. uh, but I, the 30 minutes I watched was pretty good. I really enjoyed it so far. I'm going to go back and, try to watch it at some point uh i enjoyed it i did sit down uh during the fourth of july weekend and watch jaws because it's a fourth of july movie i, nice. like, I want to watch something on fourth of july and i watched jaws again i love the first jaws it's so good even with the you know mechanical shark and everything it's still 
it's it's a masterpiece. Uh, I do I do still hate how Quint buys it at the end. Uh, you know, Jaws is just kind of like hanging out on the end of the ship, and he just somehow or other slides right down into his mouth. So <laughs> I don't know. But well, that does remind me though. I, I did uh, start. I finally remembered that I have all the uh, all three of the Lord of the Ring movies, the extended editions on Blu-ray that my sister and brother-in-law got me for Christmas two Christmases ago. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to pop in the first one and I've been just going through it, taking my time watching it. It's usually kind of just watching maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes uh, when I go to bed uh, and then just repeat, you know, the rest of the movie. I'm still in the first movie right after uh, they, after Gandalf, uh, Gandalf died in the, the Mines of Moira. Yeah. But dude, it's still such a good movie. I feel like it's kind of aged a bit. Maybe I think it's the CGI that everybody remember. Everybody was like, at that time mm-hmm. was like, Weta, or is it Weta? W-E-T-A, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, they did some incredible stuff, uh, but I just don't... Well, in, in, I guess in their defense, a lot of things don't hold up when it's a more high def, like in Blu-ray, like especially the Matrix movies. Yeah. That CGI is rough. And I can't wait. I know they're releasing the 4K versions of it sometime this year, which I would love to see that. I think they're uh, out. Right. I think they're out. At least the first one is. The first one is, at least. Maybe all of them. Well, uh, nonetheless, though, I mean, I'm still enjoying it. I mean, it's just it's so much fun. I always get giddy every time Aragorn says, you cannot wield it. You mm-hmm. cannot wield it. Uh, I always always feel that. But, yeah, I've just been enjoying that. It looks great, at least on Blu-ray. So, I mean, yeah. it, it just, it's awesome. So I uh, I haven't watched them in quite a while. It's been, normally I try to, seems like I watch them all, you know, and once a year at least, but except for The Hobbit, I don't even watch The Hobbit. There's no point watching it. But um, uh, I, I was prepared, Clay. I, uh, the new Tom Hanks Greyhound, you know, Apple bought that up and was putting it on Apple TV. And I was like, man, we'll watch Greyhound because it's getting ready to come out, or it'll be out when we get to, when we get back together. And then I was like. And we'll watch the old guard, which is the new Charlie's Theorn, uh, Theorn, uh, Netflix movie. Dude, uh, Char- Charlie's Theron. Theron, thank you. I can't talk to that dude. I'm telling you, I'm, these, uh, <laughs> it's been a rough day. First of all, with the kids, they've been real bad. Uh, they haven't been very happy today. But anyway, I was going to watch it and that and something else. I can't remember what else it was, but and nothing comes out till tomorrow. So hopefully I can report back. Although I'm hearing bad stuff about Greyhound, actually. It's not that good of a movie. Uh, the old guard looks real good, but I did get to watch the first couple episodes. Did you see that Warrior Nun that's on Netflix? I saw it. Um, dug into it, yeah. I watched the first two episodes because I was like, is this the same Warrior Nun that was a comic book from back in the day? It was uh, Warrior Nun, uh, Ariella, I believe was the name of it, mm-hmm. uh, done by Ben Dunn. And it turns out it is. Uh, they've, done some changes uh the lead character is different and all this stuff but uh i'm just two i'm two episodes in it seems like it's pretty good so far uh hopefully i can continue and then i checked out the first episode of unsolved mysteries the other night Did they retain the theme song they had the theme song but uh the, the smartest thing they did is they they don't have a host because you can't yeah you can't replace robert stack uh, so the smart thing was they just go straight into the mission Hello, itself. Robert Stack. Yeah. UFOs. Um, missing people. I need to get back into. I need to get back to it. Uh, let's see. Still chugging away at Warzone. Uh, keep finding new fun little things in there. 
I did not know that there were, I knew there were missions that you could do, but I hadn't really dug into the menus. There's also Intel missions you can do, uh, which uh, kind of tell the story, I think, leading up to the next Call of Duty. Uh, this is the season four, and they just dropped the third Intel mission set of Intel missions last or uh, this week sometime. Uh, so Josh and I have been running through those. It's pretty fun. It gives it. It kind of breaks up. I don't get bored with the game, but it kind of gives you. It gives you something different to do, other than just a battle royale. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So because uh, and you get like ten thousand XP out of it. I think I up my battle past two tiers just from doing seven little missions so you know it's kind of it's something neat to do but uh other than that i did check out street fighter 5 clay uh just a little bit because the kids woke up about the time i got ready to dig into it uh it's beautiful dude if you come up sometime i'll have to let you check it out i know you'll like it at least the, the looks of it you know i mean they build on the street fighter 4 engine so you know you know what you're gonna be looking at but Yet the game is set before Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. It's uh, three? three. I think it's right. I think three's yes. three's the one that's set farther in the yes. timeline, the farthest. Yes, if I'm not mistaken, okay. it's it's weird the way they do it, but that sounds right because four, this one and four are both set after in between two and three. So okay. it's it's yeah, it's one of them weird timeline things. I think that's it though. For me, Clay, I can't think if there's anything else that I tried to check out and never got to. So, kind of a slow... I mean, I said it before, I was talking to somebody else. I mean, you know, if you don't play games, you don't have no, not really new movies to watch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you got Netflix and stuff. I've gone back and kind of checked out some... I did buy all five Rambo movies for 20 bucks for some reason. Just of course you did. On, they were on digital on sale on Voodoo. So I was like, eh, I've been wanting to watch First Blood. First Blood's a good movie. Uh, First Blood 2 is a good movie. 3, not so much. Uh, I remember when we watched, remember when we watched the fourth one, we previewed at the theater. Yeah. And I think we all thought it was going to be, you know, Rambo. It, it turned into a bloodbath. That's, oh, yeah. Man, I never have watched the last one. Did you ever watch the latest one? Five? John Rambo? Yeah, whatever it is. No, yeah, I didn't did. either. I heard it was pretty bad, actually. So, uh, I think that's about it for me, though, Clay. Uh, checked out. Let's see, I mentioned that, mentioned that. Yeah, that's it. Uh, maybe one of these days. Uh, well, theaters are opening up. I did see in, uh, Sparta Drive-In is having an incredible uh, drive-in double feature tomorrow night. Have you seen this? No. What is it? Okay. At 8 o'clock, they're showing The Goonies. At okay. At 10.20... Or ten twenty. It just depends on dusk and everything. You know, it's driving. Are you ready? At ten ten ish, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Yeah. So I almost talked my wife into going to that, but we decided not to because we didn't want to leave the kids with our with her parents, and they would never babysit for us again if we did that. <laughs> but uh, they've got that. So movie theaters are st- our little theater here in town op- is opening back up this weekend as well. They're showing they're showing Grease and Footloose, which uh, interestingly interestingly enough is the uh, double feature at the Sparta Drive-In Saturday night. So, I don't know. Theaters are coming back. Are you ready to go back? Oh no, not right now, not at all. 
not with the numbers going up, makes me want to go less. I'd rather go to yeah. the, I'd rather go to the drive-in. I mean, you know, I, I've always liked the drive-in. It's a cool vibe and everything, but definitely don't feel like going into a packed. I don't think it'd be packed, but still. I have been enjoying all the videos of all the Chads and Karens like melting down because yes. they're you know, asked to wear a mask. Yeah. And so I can only yeah. imagine in the movie theaters and stuff. Like, yeah. I guess people tend to forget. You know, people are just doing people, what they're told for th- at their jobs. They're just working. It just, but, uh, you know, the th- my the, the way I look at it is, uh, if a mask can, well, first of all, protect me, but protect my kids from me if I was to get it, you know what I'm saying, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. I'll wear a mask. I don't have a problem with it. Where I have a problem is, is if you don't want to wear a mask, whatever, that's your own thing. Don't give me flack because I'm wearing a mask. You know what I mean? Yeah, you it know, makes no sense to me. People are you just, know, you know, I mean, respect. Res- I, I try to respect everybody. If somebody has a problem with wearing a mask, you know, I hear it at work and stuff quite a bit. I don't, I don't it's not my place to say to them, hey, you're wrong, even though I think they're wrong, not to wear a mask. Oh, it's just highly ironic. But, those, yeah. those, there is that group of people that are all about leave me alone. It's my yeah. rights, whatever. But then they try to sit there and chide others for yes. doing what they're told yeah. it's like okay you're you're stupid don't like, push don't, don't push your rights on me but i will push mine on you just so you know the dude that got so mad at the old lady that yes. worked at the costco yes you're what, what did he say I you're, uh, yeah you're i don't know you're making me feel uncomfortable or something he, he like bowed up on a old woman mm. like i'm like dude <laughs> by the way the internet found him and he got let go from his job it's like, come yeah. on, dude. In the year of our Lord 2020, people were constantly acting a fool, getting recorded acting a fool, and think that things don't matter. Well, guess what? You know, your racist attitudes or your childish attitudes. Because, I mean, it's either you're being childish or you're being racist. People yes. are getting caught with these things. You know, your business, the, pe- the, the people you work for don't want to be caught up in that. Yeah. Because it's just too much of a headache. So, and so yeah, funny. Well, Clay... Let's, now, now that we've got that off our chest, sure. let's, let's move into some news. I, I almost tried to find a soundboard. I think we're, I'm going to have to get a soundboard so that we can have a little uh, news intro and stuff. <laughs> so I, I'm, I think I think it's something we need. We need to we need to step up our podcast game. Right, I, had, I had I had two weeks to think about it, and I was like, man. I need a soundboard. Yeah, something, something good. Do the old breaking news from the old Sesame Street when they would do the breaking news for uh, So I was sitting here the other day, and me and Sam were just hanging out. He's four months old, I know, but still. Samwise. We were just hanging out, and I was on um, it might have been Apple TV just kind of tooling around to see what they had, and they have Sesame Street on there. Or no, it was HBO Max. That's what it was. It's HBO right. Max. And I was looking around. And I was like, "Oh, look, Sam. Here's some Sesame Street." They had the very first episode of Sesame Street on there. Whoa, that's cool. Uh, no, it's not. No, no it's, it's not. not. No, it's not. There's a lot of nudity and stuff. Uh, yes, yes. Big Bird comes so, out. Big Bird in the book. Put your penis, bro. Put your dick so, up, Big Bird. Uh, but it's just like when I think of Did Sesame, you see the dick on Snuffleupagus. God damn. Okay, <laughs> I've seen you. Packing some heat over there. Hey, oh. big bird, look at my dad. Whoa, gosh! I don't even know where this. What? The '70s were wild, man. I won't have to. That's when it started, right? It was the '70s or '80s? 
I'm going to have to cut out an entire segment of the podcast now. Oh, uh, I don't even know where that come from. The, the, I'm tired. I'm so tired. I'm just, just like just pouring out. I don't even know what to say. I have, no, I have nothing to say. I'm just like, I'm sitting here thinking while he's going through. I was like, man, do I really want to cut all that out or bleep it or just let it go? You know what I'm going to yeah. do? I'm gonna let it go. I'm let it let go. it go. I'm gonna put that big explicit on there, like I do go every week. Go ahead and play week. Barn in the USA. <laughs> People are gonna listen to this play and be like, "What is going on this week?" Barn in the USA. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I, I tried to watch the first episode and it's it's rough. I mean, I know it was in the '70s and everything, uh, but uh, yeah, I, it, it wasn't my Sesame Street. Of course, I grew up in the on the '80s. The early '80s, mid '80s, Sesame Street. The grouse was on heroin. Yes. Whoa, man! Well, no, you know, it was cocaine then. And heroin, <laughs> heroin, her- heroin comes in later. So you know. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, let's move into news. After that, after we uh, kind of devolved into a weird Sesame Street sex thing, there, I don't understand. Well, anything necessary about sex, just big uh, dicks on uh, okay. stuff. Love this. Okay. Okay. So, Clay, first up, um, Xbox. We mentioned this earlier. Uh, Xbox Series X first-party game showcased is coming July 23rd. Um, of course, they haven't said much about what games are on there. Uh, we know that Halo Infinite is definitely going to be there. Um, I'm going to assume that that is the game you are most excited to see in this just from knowing you as long as I have and as much Halo as we played over the years mm-hmm. um, is there anything else that you're or developer that you're interested to see what's coming from I'm sure there'll be a couple of surprises I mean they keep hinting about Fable being done by Playground Games mm-hmm. you know, people that do Forza yeah. and so I'm, I'm really interested in that now, they have the initiative. The initiative is like a bunch of people from all these very successful game franchises that Microsoft was yeah, able to Yeah, have you heard what the rumor is there? Oh, they're not going to show anything. No, I mean, they, no, they, they started saying, hiring but, in 2019. I know, so. but what I'm saying is, have you heard the rumor going around what the game is that they are currently working on? Like a Perfect Dark perfect reboot dark, or something? Yeah, the Perfect Dark reboot. Sure. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I'm not a huge Perfect Dark fan. I didn't play Perfect Dark really on Nintendo 64. Oh, man. I put hours upon hours, me and my friends. Uh, you remember that little 13 inch TV I had? Yeah. We played four player squ- split screen on that little on TV. That TV. Yes, Good dude. God. Uh, well, I mean, it's just like when we were playing uh, NFL 2K, you know, you're sitting right there in front of it as close as you can watching Salazar win the Super Bowl for you. Listen, there's no better feeling than when you get a brand new TV. I got to live vicariously through you when you got that new TV because I had like a little dinky mm-hmm. TV that, again, I'm not, I mean, my parents got it for me and my brother for Christmas because me and my brother shared a room. But, you know, that was nice. I mean, great. Thank you so much. And I had that TV for a long time. Man, when you got that TV, it was like Christmas time. Oh, man. And then I remember Josh got that one nice. Uh, he so, got the uh, widescreen. We both got yeah. Sony's. He got, I got the, because. HD was just starting to become a thing. So he got the widescreen uh, Sony, what was it, Vega? Was that what that, Vega? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was one of the heaviest TVs. Yes, it, I, better, I, if, yeah. I, I think we helped him move that TV yeah. at one point. 
Yeah. And it was like the heaviest. I still remember to Both this day of them, how you know, heavy that it was. One of mine was freaking, oh man, it's, it's ridiculous compared to what, you know, the, the flat screens and stuff now, of course, but, uh, Gosh, they were heavy. It was nah. The move Johnson is like an Egyptian god yeah. or king or something. You know, we had like yeah, you know, had the had four people like holding it up on that little platform on their shoulders as mm-hmm. we hauled it out of there. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and I still love it to this day. Getting a brand new TV, it's it's great being yeah. an adult and being able to afford things. But uh, yeah, and that's just no better feeling. But um, but yeah, playing on that old TV, good God, man, God, we uh, yeah. It's, uh, but but those games like on the sixty four though, uh, that's the thing. I went back and played Golden Hour sixty four once. It's rough. It's yeah. not aged well at all. The controls are actually garbage, and I think a lot of it's just because I've playing twin stick shooters since then. But yeah. uh, I would love to see it because did, didn't they the right use? Okay, so you had the analog on the sixty four controller. You used the analog, and did you use the little? funky directional the, pad the c button those, those, that's those, right yeah yes. those are c buttons yeah that's what yeah. you use to like look up and down pretty yeah. much yeah or no i think you no hold on i think you use your left to look up and down right i, While you use... I can't remember i mean uh i don't know it's it been just, a minute but yeah i never got into perfect or didn't you have to have the expansion pack to play it as well you had to have the yes that yep and i think you could play part of it without it but to get the full perfect dark experience you had to have that uh, of course, they did that. Uh, what was that? Perfect Dark on the 360. Perfect Dark Zero. Zero. Which was the, it was a yeah, prequel. prequel. Yeah. I played that, but I never even went through all the campaign. No, we played I mean, a lot. We played a lot of the multiplayer at first. I think mainly just because there wasn't anything else out when it comes to competitive wasn't. multiplayer at the time. But um, uh, I mean, it was okay. It was nothing amazing or anything, but. But anyways, but I mean, I hope I mean the initiative may show like a teaser or something. The thing is that they started like maybe hiring what? Yeah, it's, they, they opened at eighteen, and then I think they started hiring two thousand So they probably had like just I mean just show like something. You know, I, I don't need to see a trailer. I mean, just like what the idea is. I mean, they've they've done that in the past with certain new franchises, but I am eager to see what uh, I want to see the new Forza. Um, after playing Forza Horizon Four, I think now I, I will. I'll be more serious about any of the Ferrari, the, the forces so? that come out. I, yes. I, I'm not really a semi racer, you know. I, the, the Horizon stuff is right in my wheelhouse. That arcadey Burnout Paradise feel to it, you know. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's on sale on Xbox, and I bought it for five bucks, the remastered one. Yeah. Yesterday, um, but uh, I played the regular Forza uh, quite a bit. I mean, each one, not, I haven't put a lot of time into a specific one, you know, but, um, I don't know. There's the, the sim side of things. It's just like, there's just too much to do. So I always put it down to the, to the setting where basically they drive the car for you. Yeah. They'll do all the braking and everything. And I still, I still have a good time with it, but it's, uh, I mean, I, I prefer the arcadey stuff, but man, they're beautiful games. I just want to see how good it looks. You I know. just want to, and I, I know they'll probably show something with Gears, probably Gears Tactics. It's going to be converted over from, I think it was a PC game, right? It's so. a PC game. It has to come over. I'm, there's no way they wouldn't bring that over. I hope they show whatever patch in 4K, because if, if I'm watching this from my Xbox on that Thursday, mm-hmm. and, it's, and the, the feed's in 4K, I want to see the Gears of War 5 in, yeah. oh, it's already in 4K, technically. Technically. Yeah. But, it, but not in 4K, know. you know. 
I think if I think they're going to try to push 4K at 120. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. You know they will. Yeah. But uh, and supposedly they're making changes to the multiplayer as well uh, to make it more uh, easier to uh, turn whatever because a lot of it was locked behind, you know, just bullshit. Uh, what what am I trying to think of here? It's just it, they didn't lock it behind like uh, play to or it's 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 play to win, but it was just hard to unlock right. stuff. All the stuff you unlock was just well dumb. Yeah, but I was having fun though with like I, well I don't play the multiplayer anymore. I don't really care much about third person shooting with nothing but shotguns because that's what it feels like. Here's War has what's what it amounts to. But the horde mode, man, I have played a lot of that, and I, I and there's supposedly adding finally adding new maps. So which. I understand why in our year of our Lord 2020 that these video game companies, when they're making multiplayer games, they don't come out with maps on the regular. That's what people want. Yeah. That new characters, whatever. But I'm interested in that. I'm interested in what Rare's going to do. You got Rare. Uh, uh, you got. Uh, they've you got get? 15 different game uh, studios. Like Double Fine. Don't forget about Double Fine. Of yeah. course, it's probably going to be Psychonauts 2 because that's the one they've been working on. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Ninja Theory. What's that Ninja Theory game? I'm trying to think. Hellblade. Yes. Uh, they got Project Mara as well, which is supposed to be some yeah. kind of weird, freaky. Uh, ob- I listen, I, Obsidian. I, just, I want to see the fruits of the labor. Yeah, Obsidian. I want to see the fruits of the labor, though. I mean, yeah. they've got to have some something up their sleeve, surely. But well, the thing is, just show me different stuff, different experiences. Speaking of uh, publishers and Xbox, um, it was reported this week that uh, uh, Xbox is interested in acquiring WB Interactive. So I think we touched on this the last time we got together, didn't we? A I think there's bit. only so many companies that can do it, though. They yeah. can afford them. And the, uh, my biggest fear is Amazon's going to swoop in and kill. Um, if so, I think you agree with me. If you're if you're Xbox, and this is an actual, you know, there's actual weight behind this rumor. Um, I would do everything in my power to get this, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. this, I mean, you've got uh, what? Who'd we say? Rocksteady's under there. Uh, Nether Nether Realms, uh, Monolith, uh, Telltale games. Telltale games, which do all the Lego games. So, you know, I mean, and then I work at some kind of like creative licensing agreement with right. WB as well, and then yeah. literally it's going to be DC versus Marvel. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, excuse me, Sony has Spider Man, but they don't have the the full right. rights section of Marvel properties. But well, uh, I mean, uh, the biggie though. I'm, okay, you got Rocksteady. Uh, we don't know what they're doing. Like we said. Uh, two weeks ago there the Suicide Squad games rumored but for me the biggie there the big get is uh, Neither Realms and Mortal Kombat could you imagine Mortal Kombat going exclusive yeah well I think it sounds nuts could you imagine Neither Realm getting their hands on Killer Instinct right well I don't know dude I mean Killer Instinct uh, I can't remember the name of the Iron Galaxy. It's been handed off. It's well, been Iron off Galaxy is the one. Iron Galaxy is the one that has had been leading it up for the last few years. And they got bought uh, up by Amazon. Uh, but I'm just saying. What I was about to say was, uh, you know, I couldn't imagine it. But then I remember that Street Street Fighter Five was exclusive to PlayStation. So you know, I mean, if you can't have one of the two biggest fighting games. You know, if you can't have them both, why not at least have one? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. I, don't, I just don't, I don't know. I, I, I guess in a perfect world, I'd love it if Microsoft did something crazy like that. I mean, that's really something to 
shore up your yes. portfolio for the next gen. Well, I mean, um, you know, they there's always been talking. Of course, before we ever started this whole podcast adventure, we always we would talk every year come uh, E3 about uh, the rumors of Microsoft buying up a major publisher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you've got the the ones they did buy, buy up were not like small or anything, but at the same time, when we say major, WB Interactive is a major video game publisher. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what. I happens. think I'm interested to see as well what they're going to do with Game Pass. Are they going to finally just get rid of Gold and just really just put this under Game Pass Ultimate, like they you should. know, multiplayer? They should. Yeah. I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, I don't really care much about getting free games anymore. It's, well, here's the whatever. thing with the free games; they're not good anymore. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think uh, what we get this month. With this month was our like thirtieth rally game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and what was the other one? Um, I can't remember right now. It was nothing amazing, you know. And we've had like two or three of those Shantae games that people like for some reason. Um, I actually started playing that a little bit before you called. Uh, uh-huh. See, it's really pretty looking game. Yeah. I'm not really. I mean, I stopped playing once we started talking, but it, it's interesting. Uh, but you know, I'm saying, I mean, I haven't. There's not been a game that's been on Game Pass. Well, they had the Warhammer game, Inquisitor. No, that's in Game Pass, wasn't it? It wasn't on um, Games with Gold. There hasn't. Yeah. Been, there hasn't been a Games with Gold game that's really gotten me excited in. I can't remember the last time there was one. Where, I'm just thinking you know, like there's really no need for like free games anymore. If you got no, Game Pass, exactly. it's going to add. And the thing is, I, and I heard another rumor or well, read the rumor, or whatever that they're trying to you know get a third party like big exclusive. Well, not exclusive, but just get a third party new release to, to debut on Game on Pass. Game Pass. Well. Yeah, I keep hearing Cyberpunk, but I mean the way that uh, uh, was it Project Red. I mean they're they're all about the consumers. So, uh, mm-hmm. well, I mean, the thing is that they could make a deal with Microsoft, and of course, it would, you know, just that'd be cool. I mean, that'd be, be a big, big splash to have it on. Yeah. Big get, definitely. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but speaking of uh, publishers that were with Microsoft, I'm doing some good segues this week. <laughs> uh, did you see this article? Um, about Bungie and their whole Activision uh, deal. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, Marty the O'Donnell. Composer. Marty yeah. O'Donnell, uh, ex-Bungie exec, says Activision deal was bad from the start. Destiny nearly went to Microsoft. That's just the headline. I mean, it w- could have went to a bunch of different places. But um, this has always been an interesting story to me. This whole the whole Destiny Destiny saga on at Acti- Activision. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it was rocky from the start, and you could tell, because uh, we're both Bungie fans, so I I've, I was always following not just Bungie, the publisher, but Bungie, the people as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, they were always uh, real community-focused and everything, and so you could tell that these guys were not very happy with the deal they had ended up stru- uh, that they had struck. Yeah. So, uh, I just want to bring the, bring this one up real quick, Clay, because I thought it was, it's a pretty interesting read. Um, I'm glad they're doing things on their own now. I mean, yeah. They don't have to answer to, to a bunch of people at well, Activision and 
if you dig into it though, the fun, the weird thing is, um, Destiny's been theirs from the start. Uh, or let me find this quote in here. He claims that despite the terms of agreement, Activision was allowed to mold the IP due to the actions of Bungie's leadership. Activision not only didn't have the legal right to mess with the IP, but the only way they would be prevented from messing with the IP is if all the leadership at Bungie said, you can't mess with the IP, and that's not what happened. And that's why they fired me, O'Donnell told Hidden Xperia. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, they've had a lot of people rotate out from Bungie um, over the last few years. So we'll see. I know they're dropping that new... Did that new DLC come out for destiny 2 yet uh i think so i I played just a little bit of destiny 2 uh when i was doing that stadia experiment and i had it for free um but i was having to use a mouse and keyboard and i am terrible at first person shooters with a mouse and keyboard uh but it, it looked pretty it was fun what little bit i played but i don't know um i kind of bounced off no i take that back i beat the first one but um, I think the uh, you never got to enjoy the best part. Yeah, of the, the raids, the, the raids and stuff. I, I think the long game. I just wasn't in it for that. You know what I'm saying? So the end game stuff and everything just didn't do nothing for me. I wish you guys had done the raids. I, I mean, would I have liked to. Have done we had the gotten, I mean, because I mastered the vault of glass and could have took you guys through it. I mean, we yeah. needed a full six, but. It would have been so cool. You would have had so much fun, dude. It, it was just a very fun experience. We well, had to work together with, you know, six people. So. That's the, I mean, that's the bread and butter of the game, really, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Did you ever beat any of the other raids? Yeah, several different raids. So, um, I got on, well, eventually I met other people, and there were some people local that played it as well, mm-hmm. that, uh, like me and Jesse and our friend Chad. And then uh, there's there was websites you can get on to, to reach yeah. out and say, hey, invite me or whatever. That's what I did. Did but. you um, – so let me ask you this before we move on. Now that they're free of their Activision overlords <laughs> – excuse me. Would you prefer to see them continue to build on Destiny 2 or would you prefer to see a Destiny 3? Or would, do you even have any interest in seeing a Destiny 3? interest in this anymore i feel like i've i've not been in it in so long that i'd just be lost on what to do now you know yeah well that's the way i felt when i booted up too uh you know i mean it was like i was just bombarded with so much stuff you know just all of a sudden i was just like my goodness so i don't know i was just asking because i knew you really liked the first one and kind of I, i guess you could say you bounced off the second one rather quickly I should say so um, I don't know I just find that an interesting read the you know background stuff like that always interests me when it comes to some of this stuff Uh, I'm uh, not Bungie but I'd love to see a tell all on Rockstar and some of the madness that goes on there behind the scenes yeah so but anyway moving on uh, Clay I know you're a big fan of Fallout uh, it, they are making a Fallout TV show from the Westworld creators. Are you on board? Oh yeah, definitely. It'll I I, I am too. I am not a. Oh pop- no, you're not. No, you're no, not no, 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 no. Listen, no, I no, have no. listen to me. No, listen to me. I have told you, and I have told Brandon repeatedly. 
I don't know what it is because you know how much I love post-apocalyptic movies a la Mad Max, that kind of thing. Those are some of my favorite sci-fi movies, that whole subgenre. But for some reason, and I have tried to play multiple Fallout games, I just bounce off of them. They just don't do nothing for me. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's just one of those things. But, uh, I mean, you put Fallout... I, I think I like the concept. I just don't... I don't maybe it's uh, time constraints or something like that. I don't know. But... I mean, if you put Westworld creators on a Fallout, a post-apocalyptic Fallout type of thing, I'm on board for it. So, I don't know. Well, now so you that can't Fallout give me 76, a hard time. You can't give me a hard Fallout, time. Yeah, I can. But now that Fallout 76 is on Game Pass, does this mean that you may try it out? I, I mean, I'll tell you, I, I will do this. I will, I will download it and I will try it. But I will probably I will tell you that I will probably bounce off of it. I just, oh well, the thing is though, I thought about uh, getting a bunch of other people on it and uh-huh. uh, just playing since it's free. I mean, it's on Game Pass now, right. so I was like, huh. And I would actually start another character at level one just to kind of enjoy. It. And there's some achievements <laughs> that were glitched in the beginning, uh-huh. so I could probably pick those up. But yeah, I think it'd be fun to. Okay, I'll tell people. you what I'll do. I will download it tonight when we get off here. How's that sound? That's good. I could play. I could probably use some time away from the war zone. Maybe I don't know. I was going to say that you. Got, I mean, listen. I play a lot of Battlefield Five. So I'm definitely not about to talk smack like that. But I do take the time to like play some of my solo games by myself, just so I can decompress. Well, you guys are all about that. That's that's, that's my decompression game, though. I mean, I don't have a lot of time, other free time, other than that little block from ten to like twelve at night to play. And as I said before, I mean, that game's just got its hooks in. I love uh, the gunplay in it. Uh, Battle Royale, uh, some, I don't know. That Battle Royale, I've been thinking about it. There's just something about uh, the pace of it and everything. Although this can get a little faster paced if you want it to be. But, I mean, it's just right there for me. Plus, we get to play the game with Jonathan Johnson, which is always an added bonus right. through, through the cross play. So, you know. Uh, I don't know, but I, I I will download it when we get off here tonight. How's that sound? And I will yeah. give it I will give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speak, I'll play with you. All right. Speaking of uh, post apocalyptic, uh, Mad Max, Charlie's, uh, Theorn, Theorn, Thern, uh, on heart heartbreaking recasting of Furiosa. So what she's talking about is she did an interview and. Uh, George Miller is doing two more Mad Max movies and one of them is a Fury Road prequel with Furiosa but he's recasting her because it's going to be a young Furiosa so she said that um, where's that let me find her quote here it's a tough one to swallow listen I fully respect George if not more so in the aftermath of making Fury Road with him he's a master and I wish him nothing but the best yeah, it's a little heartbreaking for sure. I really love the character, and I'm so grateful that I had a small part in creating her. She will forever be someone I think and of and reflect on fondly. Obviously, I would love to see that story continue, and if he feels like he's going to go about it this way, then I trust him in that manner. We get so hung up on the smaller details that we forget that the thing we emotionally tap into has nothing to do with the minute thing that we're focusing on. So, 
I don't know. What do you think? Would you? Uh, I, we both like Fury Road. We went and watched it. Um, yeah. I know. I know you were a little, little uh, skeptical. I guess would be the word when we watched it. Yeah, at first, b- before we, before going into it. But um, would you prefer to see her back in the role, or are you okay? Oh with yeah, them? she's a total badass. But yeah. I mean, as long as George Miller's bringing his A game again, that's really all that matters. Yeah. Um, I'm there. They're talking that it's uh, New, Mut- New Mutants. You remember that movie, New Mutants? Um, yeah, it's supposed to come out. Uh, like- yeah, like 17 times now. Yeah. A- Anya Taylor-Joy is rumored to be the front runner. I'm not sure which one that is. I want to assume it's magic. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, but um, I would like to see where the story goes after Fury Road for her. Yeah. Myself. Really, though, what I want to see and I think I've said this before, is a actual Mad Max movie. Because I don't think Fury Road is really a Mad Max movie. I think Fury Road is a Furiosa set, movie. Set in the Mad Max universe, and Mad Max just so happy. Just to be kind there. of being a supporting player yeah. in, in it. You know what I'm saying? I would like to see, because I thought Tom Hardy did a great job yeah. as Mad Max. So, um, But I don't know. I, I would like to see it go on. But, of course, like you said, I mean, it's George Miller. Uh, I mean, I trust the dude. He's done four incredible Mad Max. Okay, he's done three incredible Mad Max movies and one eh, Mad Max movie, which is Beyond the Thunderdome. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, the the I it's just uh, I get it, the the middle portion of that movie loses me. Um, I don't think it's it's not a bad movie, but uh, it's not my favorite Mad Max by far. That's the road. Uh, uh, which one would you take at top, Road Warrior or Fury Road? Road Warrior. Yes, I think I would too. Just walk away, Jason. Yes, Just walk away. I was about to say that in uh, the South Park send-up of that. Wow, that's really Every great. time. Every time. Butters. All right. Moving on. Uh, There's a lot of news this week, Clay. Or the last two weeks. Um, did you see the Black Widow movie? See Scarlett Johansson handing the baton to Florence Pugh. I liked her in Midsummer, so yeah, pretty cool about that. I still have not watched that movie. You have got to remind me to watch, sit down and watch that movie sometime. Chase, I watched the damn movie. I know, I know. Um, so, I mean, if you don't know, uh, in the Marvel comics, uh, what's her name? Yelena, isn't that her name? Yes. I think so. Yes, Yelena. Uh, I can't remember her last name right now. I don't see it on here. She actually takes uh, the Black Widow, takes the Black Widow mantle. Uh, was it during that Marvel Knights stuff, Clay? If I'm rem- Yeah, there was right? this whole big hoopla about it. Like, why is this yeah. blonde? Yeah. Blonde chick, whatever. So, I mean, I, I kind of figured this was coming. It's not a surprise. Uh, I, I mean, you know, how do you bring back? I, I mean, you can bring her back. You can bring back Scarlett Johansson as uh, Black Widow, but um, I kind of like the way her story ended. You know, uh, so I have no problems with this. What about you? No, yeah, keep it, keep her dead. I thought the way her story arc ended, yeah. I thought it was perfect. So such a nail biter watching the two of them fight to jump off the ledge. You know it. Yeah. Oh man, man, that's a good movie. Such a good movie. So we got that one. Um, I wanted to bring this up real quick. Clay, uh, they put a date and released a poster for Love Lovecraft Country. Uh, it's 
October. Where's the actual date? Hold on. Let me I think you're more excited for this than anyone else I no, know. August 16th. I'm sorry. I'm I wasn't going to watch it, obviously. but uh, Dude, I don't know. Something about that trailer just caught me, and the book is really good. So I'm pretty excited. And I like, are you a big fan of Lovecraft in general? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I'm a fan of Lovecraft work, so uh, I'm pretty excited for this. I just want to, once again, push that out there for people. Uh, August 16th on HBO and HBO Max, Love, Lovecraft Country. It's going to be good. Looking forward to it. Uh, plus, is there well no there's some other stuff on HBO I still haven't watched don't remind me because I know which one you're going to say let's move into some comic news that's what I meant to mention Clay I caught up on my comic books finally wow finally I forgot forgot what's going on in comic books right now well I I haven't got anything in like two weeks well okay I haven't gone I went to pick some comic books up uh, last last week I think Monday and he's closed on Monday so I didn't get no comic books but I've had this stack of comic books from before the virus hit that I hadn't gotten through and I've, and I've sat down. That was what, I, what else I did over the weekend or holiday weekend was I read my comic books, uh, caught up on those star Wars, like uh, three and four, yeah. uh, Darth Vader t- two, the, the quote unquote Padme. Uh, what else was there? Uh, I read that first Hellions, which I know you brought it up once. What would you think of that, by the way? It's been a long time since we talked about that. It's been a long time since I read it. It's good, though. I like the art in it. The art was really nice. Pretty cool. So, but anyway, sorry. I uh, went off subject there, but uh, I was pretty excited. Oh, you know what else I did, Clay? I bought a comic book box. Did I tell you this? Oh, my God. Rest in peace. I've got a comic book box behind, literally right behind me right now to put some comic books in. You're, you're back in. Mm. Have, you're you in got, too have, deep. have you got a comic book box yet? Not yet. It's coming up. Yeah, you need to get one. Mike tried to talk me into buying a short box, but I was like, nah. No. I gotta have the long box. No. I have, you know, all those comic I have 60, 60 long boxes of long boxes of comic books and one little short box and it just looks out of place. I'll never buy another short box again. So, but anyway, got that too. So, back on track, Marvel Comics will be doing Alien and Predator comics now. Saw that. That's a big thing. I mean, yes. poor old Dark Horse, man, losing everything to Marvel. Yeah. Man, you remember how good those, like, when uh, Dark Horse first, their their first Alien and Predator series and that Terminator, uh, the Terminator one was like the Terminator Enemy Within one, I think. Yeah. Man, those are some killer stuff because you hadn't had any alien stuff or predator stuff in a long time until then uh i don't think all of them were up to snuff i guess you'd say but like there was some good stuff so would you rather see these uh set within their own universes or would you like to see them cross over into the mcu proper Uh, oh no no keep them separate which you know they will you know it'll happen that's already had before, anyways. I, I mean, well, at least DC crossed over with it. I know. I'm just saying, I would like to see just some colonial marines, you know, that kind of thing, predator yeah. stuff. But anyway, I just threw that in there because we hadn't talked to any comic books, and I was pretty excited about that. I don't think it it has some uh, art on here, some promo art, 
Well, here's a predator standing on top of Avengers Tower holding uh, Tony Stark's, well, Iron Man's head in his hand. So, there you go. Who did that? David Finch did it. Did the art. Did play. Yeah. Did the art for the alien as well. It looks pretty good. Huh. I didn't know that dude was even doing anything anymore. So, I was trying to say if there was anything else really said about it. No, they just talked about the incredible legacy of it. But exciting news. Yeah. It gives me something else to have to buy at the freaking comic book shop. Yeah, you know, they're going to have the ongoing with that. I yeah. just know it will happen. Yes, I know. And I know I'll buy at least one issue of it, and I'll be like, man, Mike, go ahead and get me the rest of them. Gosh. All right. Last, no, not the last bit. One more, two more bits of news. We'll move on. Uh, I'm just throwing this one out here. Did you see the uh, Hasbro did a limited edition Back to the Future Transformer character? Yeah, saw that. Gigawatt. I tried to get it, tried to order it from Walmart and did not have any luck. Uh, they did a first run that was limited to 1,985 units, which is pretty cool because, you know, 1985 was when it came out. Yeah. Um, uh, just want to throw it out there because, you know, Transformers. I like Transformers. That Siege, did you see the new Siege trailer? For yeah, the, I can't wait for it. That's going to be fun. Looks so good, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, so there was that. And then lastly... Um, Ready Player Two is coming, the sequel to Ready Player One. Eh. You did not like that book as much as I did, did you? Even though I uh, gave you that book, he did. And I really appreciate it. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but all it is is a nostalgia trip. I like nostalgia trips. Maybe this one will be a better nostalgia trip. I'm just saying the way he writes, like females is just kind of weak it's just making it like this like nerd fantasy about getting a girl and stuff like that i don't know it just doesn't gel well in 2020 i guess i haven't read it since well i can't remember like i well since i gave you that book which is what 10 years ago yeah right so but anyway i was excited i mean the movie was nothing spectacular but um i enjoyed the book i think uh that nostalgia got me probably so yeah. I'm excited for this. I actually pre-ordered it while we were talking just now. So we'll see. I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you have it when I get done with it. Oh, that's fine. How's that sound? And instead of '80s uh, nostalgia, it's going to be '90s. Probably that's the way those things go. You know, when you think about it. So, Lord, I, I do declare, Mister Hall. What'd you do? Uh, that book is $31 pre-ordered hardcover. It's just been a long time since I've, <laughs> since, I, since I've ordered an actual, you know, what? hardbound book. So, oh, uh, one more bit of comic book thing. Clay started reading the Immortal Hulk. Uh-huh. They got the uh, first, the first trade paperback on Amazon Dude. Prime right now. So, and I knew how much you had gushed over it. So I was like, I'm checking this out. And yes, I'm digging it quite a bit. It reminds me of the Bruce. Is it Bruce Smith? Yeah. The, no. Um, gosh, if you hadn't said I could, the Return of the Monster stuff, I know which one you're talking about. It reminds uh, me of that. Uh, was it Bruce? What was his? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, we're on the same page. We're both talking the same thing. So um, it's good though. I'm really. I'm just um, a couple issues into it, but uh, I was pretty excited when they showed it on the uh, 
when it come up, showed up on Amazon Prime. So there's that, Clay. That's all the news. Anything else you would like to add before we move I have on? Nothing to add, Jason. Let me go down through here and make sure there's nothing else that I need to add to the news. I don't think so. No, no, we don't care uh, about Capcom's 80% off its games, uh, digital games. No, I don't see nothing else. You're not uh, going to talk about how Amazon is pretty much an ECAP and GameStop? Uh, what is that? I, I saw it, but I've been so covered up that I, what I was going to talk about, Clay, was. They're going to price match to anything that GameStop does. Oh, uh, that's pretty smart on their part. Pretty smart. Um, I was going to talk about we had a well you guys did i was kind of busy and just had to look at it um the talk about you know 70 dollar video games yeah coming up and the digital part which i'm more in i was more interested in the digital part that's where i was going to chime in and i didn't get a chance to uh but basically what it is um it looks like we're gonna get 70 dollar video games with these next gen games which I think consoles. is fair. We haven't had a price rate. Last, uh, what, let's see. When did, I was thinking about that. When did we go up to $60? It was during 360, 360. right? Yeah. PlayStation 3, so, 360. Um, I, my beef is like you were talking, and I have, and I think we've talked about it on here before, is the digital side of it. Um, why are we still having to pay full retail for a digital purchase? Right. Because you know? growing up, I always, uh, ever, the talk was always that the reason you have to pay so much, part of the reason you have to pay so much, of course there's de- development costs and blah, blah, blah and all that, well, that was, was the for manual. the box, the, the packaging. Well, we don't have no packaging. Right. So why do I have to pay? I'm sure those plastic containers, whatever, are the cheapest yeah. type of plastic yeah. possible. Oh, yeah. So, but anyway, uh, we won't get into it too much. I thought that was a good conversation you guys had. Uh, that digital thing still it I mean uh, it's not as bad as it used to be though Clay when you think about it because games are we're getting a lot better like digital sales now than what we used to you know that seems I want like, sales like Steam like get, make yeah. these things cheap we're getting there I mean you know when they do their um, Black Friday stuff and all that you can I don't think they're going to do that summer yeah. sale that's coming up yeah um, I'm I'm you can usually find some good deals. I mean, it's not, you're right. It's not like steam level of discount by far, but I mean, you can still find some good deals on there. Again, I'm like I've said before, one of these days I'm going to pull the trigger on that Assassin's Creed, uh, origins and Odyssey bundle when they have it at the right price. And I think we're getting closer to it. Um, and just see if I would like those better than the, uh, other Assassin's Creed games. Which wouldn't be hard to do if you're comparing it to Unity. So, but anyway. by the way, I'm three. Well, probably about three thousand Bing report, uh, reward points off of uh, getting my hundred dollar gift certificate. Oh yeah, you're just binging away. Binging away, man. Binging away. And I almost have fifteen thousand on my second account, which is my work account. So I don't know. I don't know where I'm sitting at. I, I when we first when you first brought that up and we started talking about it, I was hardcore about it, and then I just dropped off of it. Well, I'm not. The Amazon, I don't know if they drop it and then offer it sometimes, but right now, I'm just shooting for the Microsoft. I, mean, I guess I'll be pre-ordering through Microsoft instead of Amazon, which kind of mm-hmm. has me worried, but I don't know. I think Brandon, didn't Brandon get his Xbox through Microsoft? I think so. I think that's right. He didn't have no problems. No, Brandon, no, I think about the Xbox One X. Sorry. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I think he did go through them. He went for one of them. I can't remember which one, but anyway, uh, I don't think you have too much to worry about. I think you'll be all right. The only thing I'd be worried about is the guaranteed shipping part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That'd be the only thing. Uh, I can still remember uh, when the Xbox One come out. And, you know, we all had it through Amazon, and I was getting updates. Everybody's like, I got mine, I got mine, I got mine. And I still hadn't got mine. It was like 6 o'clock, and I was so pissed. And then finally, I got mine at like 7 o'clock that night, 7 or 8. Wasn't it? Because it was right around the holidays and stuff. Well, it was yeah. during the holidays. And I was just like, man, if mine gets I delayed. I took off work. Like, yeah, I, yeah. My friends came over. Like, Todd and Jesse came over to uh-huh. play with me. I had, like, Battlefield and some other games for it. Yeah, I played. Uh, Dead Rising 3. Uh, I think we cranked up. Uh, well, we couldn't even play Battlefield at first, could we? Yeah, there were issues the, with online. The, the multiplayer part of it. I did. Yeah. Uh, I had that in Rise. <laughs> Rise. Uh, it's a still good looking game. It looks good. Just, but like not, not much of a game though. So, but anyway, Clay, let's move into some emails. Cue uh, music. I'm working on it. I'll get my soundboard. Um, so I have a few emails here. I've got one from Josh from last week's show. Um, he says, <clears throat> talking about Tenet. Tenet now has a release date of eight twelve. Pretty excited about this one. Uh, he says, "What are your thoughts on Tenet, and what is your favorite Christopher Nolan movie?" So first up, Clay, let's talk a little. Let's just talk Tenet. What are your thoughts? I mean, I'm excited, man. Yeah. I get excited for Christopher Nolan movies like I get excited for Tarantino yeah. movies. I tell you that. Um, where did we? Was it at Rise of Skywalker where they showed the like extended yeah, that, preview for it? And we had no man, we idea what that was going Dunkirk on. Preview. We yeah. watched that preview. I mean, yeah, those those are some. Of, his movies are fun. And, yeah, uh, I'm very excited for. It. I think I mean, exci- only excited for that and Doom. Because mm-hmm. I'm getting really excited for Dennis. Anything Dennis Vino uh, does, because I love Blade Runner. He did a great job on it. So, 2049. Yeah, yeah. I I don't even remember what movies are coming out anymore this year. I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman, I think, is probably my most oh, excited one as well. Uh, yeah, I I just remember us watching the that extended preview for that at the IMAX, and all of us were like, "What is going on?" But we're we're amazed at the same time, you know. Plus, it has so, Denzel Washington's son, which yeah. has been like golden in anything he's in. Yeah. So uh, I am excited. If there's anything that will pull me back to a theater to watch it, it'll be this. You know, I may have to go in a full hazmat suit by that point, but still. Um. That's something I think needs to be watched in an IMAX myself. Uh, so what is your favorite Christopher Nolan movie? Probably Inception or Dark Knight. Yeah. You can't pick between the two. I, I mean, I really like, uh, I like The Prestige. I love Memento. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, he hasn't had, I don't think he's had a bad movie. I can't think of one that I haven't enjoyed. I know some people kind of bounced off of Interstellar. Just because I don't know that ending on it and stuff, but um, I thought it was really good. I think I'm gonna have to go Dark Knight, but Inception is a def- is like a close, just right up behind it. Second, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I need to. Wa- I've been thinking about watching Inception again. Anyway, it's been a long time since I've watched that movie. Uh, 
All right, that was a good one. Thank you, Josh. Next up is another one from Josh. Uh, okay, he says you get to pick any three people from any point in history that isn't related to you to have dinner with. Who do you pick and why? Oh, that's a wow. tough one. I guess Theodore Roosevelt was one of them. I really liked him. I read a lot of his biographies when I was young. He, he was a he was a character, you know what? Yeah, yeah. That's a good question. So it's three people you yeah. can have dinner with. Yeah, that wasn't around when I was alive. Uh, it could be any point in history, uh, just as long as they're not related to you. That sucks. I'm related to pretty much all these other great historical people. <laughs> um. Probably Stanley Kubrick. I've been getting back in a lot of Stanley Kubrick stuff, man, and I thought he was just a phenomenal director. So Stanley Kubrick, Theodore Roosevelt. You know what? Let's just go with it. Let's go to Napoleon. That crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, Stanley... Um... JFK and like before he was assassinated or after he was assassinated before okay I was going to say that's but thanks for, thanks for making me clear that up yeah. uh, and um, John Lennon before yeah. before assassination again okay good thank you yeah uh, I think it would be I think it would be awesome to have a sit down and have a conversation or just listen to Stanley tell stories, you know, about how um, you screwed Jack Kirby out of all stuff. Actually screwed a lot of people. Out of things. Thanks man. Thanks for ruining my <laughs> dinner. Well, I mean, thanks. I appreciate that. I'm sure Steve Ditko would love to be at that or not. So appreciate it. Now, now, <laughs> now I have to change my dinner guest. No, I'm not going to, uh, yeah, that's how I go with. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Josh, for that one. And last up, I was worried, Clay, because Glenn had not sent in an email. But uh, because we recorded a day late, he managed to get it in for this week. And he says two weeks, and I could still be late. He says, first, okay, Clay's talking Star Trek. Uh, first, I promise that when I said the uh, original Star Trek movies were on Hulu, they were. It appears they are only on CBS All Access now. Oh, uh, no. He says he'll ship you all of his DVDs if he has to. I think, hold on, it's uh, being weird. Uh, let's see, if he promises to send them back. Uh, okay, somebody cleared that up on the uh, Facebook page, too. Uh, Clay, you can watch them on Amazon Prime. Uh, now, I will admit that I've never seen any of the Marvel movies until I got Disney Plus. That Glenn, that's that's hard to believe. Wow. Uh, I started watching them in chronological order and just finished the first Avengers movie. Without too many spoilers, not that there aren't a gazillion everywhere, what are some of your favorite highlights that I have to look forward to? Um, well, like, our favorite highlights, like, in the first phase, or... I think just overall through the whole... The whole... Uh, uh, Infinity Saga. Oh well, well, I mean, he has a lot to look forward towards. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, really good. 
Yeah. Black Panther. Back, excuse me, Black Panther really good. Thor Ragnarok so good. Thor, uh, Black, Thor, Thor Ragnarok Thor. could be my third favorite one. Third favorite. They really needed um, that shot in the arm from Takia Watiti, man. Yeah. Like he really just yeah. made it a fun movie. Like exactly what Thor should be. And taking the whole uh, aspect, just being in space. That, yeah. that, that's awesome. Just I reminds agree. me of old Thor comics. Um, of course, the Captain America movies, which ended Listen, up becoming great because it laid the groundwork for Winter you know, Soldier. The Winter Soldier Civil is War. one of the finest spy movies you will you can find. Um, uh, one of my favorite, I won't give away too much, but one of my favorite scenes is the payoff of uh, seeing Captain America again after Civil War. Yeah. Uh, I watched that just the other day again, and um, that's such a great scene. Uh, I was trying to think of other scenes, Clay, that uh, just... Um, I don't want to spoil anything yeah. for him, but I mean, there's a lot of really cool stuff in Captain America. Yeah, and in in Winter Soldier uh, and uh, Civil War. I mean, just basically uh, the Infinity War and Endgame. I mean, the payoff once you get there is. Uh, I mean, there it doesn't get much better than that, really. Uh, a lot of the little cameos and stuff, Clay, are always fun. You know, just the little nods here and there. Um, don't sell short, Ant Man. Uh, those are very good movies. Ant Man and Wasp is freaking awesome. Paul Rudd's great. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is a good movie. People will tell you that it's not a good movie. Um, I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, Edward Norton as the Hulk, it's not that bad. The movie itself, not that good. But Edward Norton <laughs> as the Hulk, it wasn't that bad. I mean, the CGI is not that good. But you know what I'm it's saying? It's not a Hulk dogs. It's yeah, not your dad yeah, being you know. absorbing man. Um, let's see. Winter Soldier. I'm trying to think. God, Dude, man. We print, man, come on. We've already told him everything. We don't want to spoil anything for him. Listen, He's here, I got one more. One more. Captain Marvel. Mm. Yeah. Man. It's a good movie. Gosh. It's good stuff. I look forward to hearing your thoughts, Glenn. Uh, keep us. Uh, I hope to watch the first goes. Star Trek movie uh, by the next time the podcast when we, next time we record. So. I would like for you to watch the first one and the second one, Clay. Okay. I'll Just because the, the, the first one is um, not that good to me. I'm still going to watch it, though. It, I'm not saying it. I'm, I'm just saying for me, it, it, it's, it, I've always had a hard time watching it. I think it's kind of uh, and don't let this scare you away because you may like it. I think it's kind of dull. Um, I don't think it really feels like Star Trek. Um, uh, but man, that second movie, gosh, it's so good. Uh, he's got some more. Uh, he, he has an update actually. Uh, credit friend of the pod, Don Lordo, for finding this. You can watch the, uh, original Star Trek movies for free with ads on IMDb. Really? Uh, That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, uh, there's that too, Clay. So there you go. Uh, I know you can watch a lot of them on Amazon Prime. So, and if you have, if if I still had CBS Access, all access, you could watch them there. Um, but I'm not going to get it back until Picard season Picard, two right. ends or comes together at some point. Still chugging through Next Generation, by the way. Still liking it. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. 
Uh, all right, Clay, that's it for emails this week. Thank you, everybody, who sent us an email. Uh, as always, you can send emails to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, it can be any burning question that you would like for us to answer, or if you want to just comment on how stupid we are, go right ahead. That's we're, fine, yeah. we're used to it. I get it all the time. No worries. Uh, Clay? It's that time in the show where we uh, give out a little geek history. Moments of geek history. At least I don't need the soundboard for that one. <laughs> so we're recording on the 9th. This will drop on the 10th. Uh, apparently there was not a lot of uh, stuff happening on July 10th. Uh, the only thing, I mean, there was some things, but eh. uh, so on this day in 1856, Nikolai, Tesla, how was it you said that? Nikola? Nikola? I can't remember. Tesla. I do too. Tesla was born. Ricola. Ricola was born in Austria, uh, the Austrian Empire. Tesla was a scientist and inventor far ahead of his time, as he's credited with some of the biggest discoveries and inventive designs in the fields of mechanical and electrical engineering. Tesla is also widely known for his rivalry, rivalry with fellow inventor Thomas Edison. Many historians believe that Edison's followers, followers attempted to ruin Tesla by running a smear campaign against his alternating current technology. So there you go. That is your That's moment fun. in geek history. Do you know what my first introduction to Tesla was? Uh, a love song? Uh, yes, the band Tesla. Yes, yeah. love song. Yep. Yeah. See, I know you, bro. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. 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 But I will say that uh, that's not a bad album. It those their first two albums are not that bad. If you like eighties uh, hair metal glam rock type of stuff, not that bad. So there's that. <laughs> it's okay, Jason. We know you love them. So. All right, Clay. That's it this week. Uh, anything else you would like to add before we get out of here? Glenn, get an Xbox or something. Come play some multiplayer games with us. Just come on, chill. Have not, a good time, man. Not only Glenn, anybody that would like to play some games with us. I realize this has become a gaming-centric podcast lately, but I mean, we ain't got nothing else to talk about. I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get? What do we get, Clay? Like a couple of comic books a, a week, probably? Between yeah. you know, for us, because I mean, we're just basically doing X Men. I mean, movies. I was ready to come come at it with the movies, but they all come out tomorrow. So there's that. But uh, I realize that we have become more game centric. But we will, when life gets back to normal in the year 2022. In oh, the year 3000. Uh, still that from That's all good. Uh, we will. We will talk about movies and stuff again. I uh, I do want to hear more of Glenn's adventures in the MCU, Clay. I'm always I'm interested. I'm jealous. Yeah, he gets to experience these at a new life, brand new. Brand oh, new listen, fresh. Glenn, one more, just real quick, then we're out here, Clay. One more, the Hulk. Wait, did he say he watched Avengers? I can't remember. He yeah, had, he watched the first. Man, he's watched the chronological order. Which, how by the way, good, how you should watch them. Yes, how good was it, Clay? How hard did we laugh at the Hulk Thor? friendship so throughout good. that huh? oh my god huh. I realize that so good. Joss Whedon has become I don't know he's got a lot of stuff he's an asshole happening. yeah uh, but like he nailed that whole thing you know what I'm saying so yeah. 
It's good stuff. But I want to hear more, Glenn, about your adventures in the MCU. MCU. Uh, Clay, uh, that's a wrap for this week. You can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there. And please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. You can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings. And on Instagram, it's RFN underscore podcast. Also, don't forget to send in those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Clay, where can everybody find you on the social medias? Uh, on the Deadlands, known as Twitter. Sweet JJ, the number one letter S. <laughs> you can find me there as well at Jason76Z. And Clay, with that, we are out. Also, screw gout. I forgot to tell you about this. My knee's been killing me for you a get week. The gout. You, you get the gout I think again. it's gout in my knee. Because it's the only way I can explain it. I've not been able to walk. Well, excuse me, I'm walking, but like it's I've got a stiff knee. It's hard to extend it. I'm sorry I didn't complain about it. So but, you've uh, moved from the foot to the knee. Wasn't it in your foot? Yeah, my toe. That's usually where you get it. Right, right. Your big toe. Because as I've said before, my father would eat bologna and then complain about having the gout all the time and then eat more bologna. So. Oh, God bless your dad, though. Yeah. He was a saint. His birthday was uh, the third, by the way. Well, really? Well, yeah. yeah. I hope he yeah. is having a great time in heaven eating sandwiches. <laughs> bologna and not worrying about the gout. <laughs> Yeah, except for us. Don't worry, Sam. I mean, I'm, I'm keeping it cool down here, like with my with my gout foot, my gout knee right now. Dude, it hurts in the knee, man. It'll mess I couldn't with imagine. Anyways, I'm done. I couldn't imagine I'm done the knee. Complaint. All right, all right. That's it. Bye bye. All right, bye. 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 Well, it's almost kind of like Nancy Kerrigan. I guess she'll probably know what I'm feeling like, right? She got hit in the knee. Well, excuse me, that wasn't gout. She got hit in the knee. My bad. Gout. You know, gout, lead pop, it's really about the same, right? right? Gluely, gout, right. starts with the letter G. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the same.